Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 102. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Off-Road John Andy. Is my microphone working? Should it not be? I'm just wondering. It's working. Good. Then you can hear me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the man with no questions about his mic, Tony Katz. Yes. My mic is working. I know that. By the way, Tony, your sound is pure. Thank you. But uh, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and uh, check out our sports pods, our entertainment pods, our happy hour pods. You love all of them. You're listening to the entertainment one uh, for the uh, time being. So let's talk some entertainment, shall we? If uh, if you're listening to this, it is Monday night, Tuesday morning, Tuesday, whatever, whenever you want. But either way, the Oscars have happened the hostless Oscars have happened. And uh, I read earlier today the uh, ratings were about 10 or 15% higher from last year with about 29.6 million people. So uh, that's uh, an improvement, and uh, I definitely wouldn't call it a bomb. I will say I watched two awards be uh, presented, and they were way down on the bottom of the list. I'm talking best sound and editing maybe i don't know stuff no one cares about um and then i turned on a movie which i will get into at what we're watching but uh andy or tony did you guys watch uh, the oscars i watched a little bit yeah segments and also i didn't have like a ton of focus on it um yeah i think it was clean in the kitchen or something and then i had some other exactly things to do. it's one of those things where you're like you're putting away laundry and you, you put that on it it's like watching a yeah. show you've already well, seen i usually do watch your good chunk of it i wait usually because I, I, I like the idea of it probably more than i like it but i still like that something something having something that's recognized as the most legitimate award show for movies there's so there's so many they have an award show every week. there's so many awards you know the baftas the sags the independent spirit awards and just like all this stuff and have something that's like okay well this is really like the record it's like this is the number one show and that's what We'll kind of remember the best picture. You don't remember who won best drama at the Golden Globes or best SAG award or whatever, but people will remember best picture at the Oscars. So. Uh, I think it's. I it's, usually will not. Yeah, but a lot of people now have been. But yes, this is usually the the staple in terms yeah. of most important. A lot of people have been really getting on the Oscars for some of their choices and kind of ignoring movies that people like. And there's things that well, they don't like this type of movie, so it never gets consideration and are oh, you talking about like uh, black panther black panther got nominated which would never would have been years ago because it's an action movie but like a thing i read was like uh eighth grade got a 99 percent of ron tomatoes not never got considered whether it's just like okay we don't like that this is a, a comedian making a movie for the first time i think it's too artsy um yeah it's it's too small how it's, many people saw it you know uh, the oscars doesn't care that much about whether people saw it but but it's just not like that's true. Yeah. It's not put out as an Oscar movie. It was just put out as, oh, here's a movie that the guy made did a really good job and really had a lot of passion in it. But you know what? Really good. Maybe his next movie, because that was Bob Burnham's first movie, right? Yes. So maybe his next one will get a little bit more recognition. And then like another one. So. But again, then you have to do double the work to spoil one of the winners into the Spider Verse. Damn it, Andy. Um, 
the one one best animated feature, but was not nominated for best picture. And a lot of people wow. said that that might have been the best movie of the year. And it's still, it's an animated superhero movie, but is it know. really? One of, is it that good? I think it's ninety seven percent. Okay, but you just stated a movie is a hundred or whatever. And yeah. Uh, so I, I don't. It doesn't, the animated movies don't usually get nominated. But Maybe wouldn't they you call an animated movie that wins best animated movie the best movie for that? What do you mean? I don't. I don't think an animated movie should get best picture ever. If it is the best picture, so it's not. It'll so never it, be. This this discussion again. Spoiler winner happened again with um, Roma won best foreign language film. Good. But a lot of heading into. The night, it was the favorite to also win Best Picture outright. So if if it's good enough to win Best Picture, then it obviously is the best foreign film, right? But they say they don't like to give double the awards for that kind of stuff. So, um, and spoiler: Roma did not win. Yeah, what did win Best Picture? We'll, we'll get, get we'll to get it. There. Okay, well I don't know what route you're going, Andy. You're going all over. The I'm place just saying right that, now. that. Yeah, I don't know either. You're like it, I don't mean to spoil it, but we will spoil it. In I'm a spoiling bit. that Roma did not win Best Picture. Also. Who's listening that didn't already know anything that happened well, last night? Because if hold on, I'll say no I have no idea either. Because I I only know what one best. Yeah, but people it's that fun to people, build up to the bigger. Okay, categories. I'll give you that. But people that truthfully, truthfully care either watched it last yeah. night or they don't give a shit. Yeah, I but don't. They, they give I, a shit I, about I our conversation. Shit. I give a shit, but I'm not gonna watch it unless it's like, oh, you know, Mia Mila Kunis took her top off while she was on stage. Uh, like that's he, more the Independent Spirit Wars. Oh, is it? Well, I need to watch that one then. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I, I wait for it, and, and if there's something worth watching, then I'll go back yeah, and just. You probably watch that watched when Leo won, right? You yeah, I saw that, that part. Yeah. But like three hours and twenty two minutes, I'm not gonna watch all that. Yeah. But so do you want to get into? You want to? Oh, you want to hear some now? Let's okay. get. Let's go into the screenplays. All right. Let's. Because I'm really do, proud of myself. Well, obviously, you already uh, ruined best animated feature. Yes. Uh, Incredibles two was on there. Uh, Isle of Dogs and uh, stuff like that, but. First Best. year, uh, first year Disney hasn't won in like twelve years. Isn't that crazy? Good. That's awesome. That just yeah. shows you that other people are stepping up their game. I like that. I I wouldn't mind seeing that movie. I don't know anything about it otherwise, other than it's obviously a Spider-Man movie, but it's not. So I wouldn't mind. It's a Miles it. Morales film, although Peter Parker is. I don't know what that means. He's a different Spider-Man, a black Again, Spider-Man. Like the bad one? No, like he's uh, like. His race. Okay, I'm over it. He's a red and blue person. It's fine. Uh, best adapted uh, screenplay. You had. Uh, you want me to read these all off and then go with the winner, or just go with the winner? Just go with the winner. Good. Black Klansman. So when I talked about Black Klansman, I said I think I could see this in consideration for best screenplay because I really en- enjoyed the writing of it. And you know, there it is. I still haven't I should, seen it. They should just ask me, right? Maybe they did. Maybe they consulted yeah. you on the, off the pod. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I still haven't, but uh, I like that kind of stuff. It, it's not really just looking at the history, even though it's it's barely history. It wasn't that long ago in, in perspective to what's been around. Yeah. And uh, Adam Driver is just fun. He's just fun. He's a good actor. He's really weird, but he's a good he's actor. He's very weird. <laughs> uh, when does his little Star Wars movie come out again? His little Star Wars movie. <laughs> uh, I actually heard something about a trailer being released, I think, uh, during the uh, what are the Cap- Captain Marvel thing that comes out a few weeks from now. So, um, all right. Best original screenplay goes to Green Book. Green Book. That was the Viego Mortensen movie, right, Andy? 
Yes, if you want to call it that. I knew it. All right, Best Supporting Actress, you had Regina King, If Beale Street Could Talk, as Sharon Rivers. So this is a... It's a black movie. So an interesting thing about all the actors that won is that they're all currently on a TV show as well, which is... Really? What TV very show? Very surprising. So so she has something... She doesn't have something out yet, but she's actually been in, in multiple shows. Um, she was in The Leftovers not that long ago. I really enjoyed. So I was happy to see... It's fun to see people you actually know win. So, I don't know this so I don't lady. Know her, but. Um, she looks like she has big shoulders. What? I'm just looking at a vote over. Oh, her. Um, She's been in something. Yeah, Regina see. King. Um, let me go back up. Best Supporting Actor, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Green Book as Don Shirley. Um, so he is the star of this current season of, of true detective uh which i have not which, started which finished last night so it was a big oh, night for him had a finale of a show and he played one. a cop or a criminal he is the main detective he's the main detective yeah who's the other one um steven dorf from are you a, shitting me he was an actor from the 90s yeah he's still around i don't think he was and then like hey who's who would seem like a nation who would seem like a guy who looks like a you know a steven what he was in like a blade Blade, and he was in that dumb Johnny Knoxville like greaser movie, wasn't he? I'm not sure what that one is, but he, he and was in... wasn't he most recently in like a a oh. blue like e vape commercial? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty positive that's him. Um, huh. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch that at some point. All right, moving on the list to uh, best actress, Olivia Coleman of The Favorite, which. The favorite, as you know, we even titled a pod after them, had uh, the most nominations tied, well, tied with Roma for the most nominations of 10. So she, this might be exciting news for you, is going to be playing another queen in Netflix's The Crown. So if you, I don't know if you still watched that. I was going to say that, that. I I haven't watched it in a while. Um, The new season, I guess, is going to take place like 20 years into the future. And so she's playing in like older their future or our future. Their so okay. so that then the crown in takes the place in the fifties. Yeah. So now it's gonna be like the seventies. So huh. she's playing. That actually could be interesting. So um, she's actually been in, like I don't watch a lot of British shows, and two of them that I've watched, she was in. So like in in, in England, there their show their seasons are like four episodes. So I think they're yeah. each in like thirteen different shows at once. Huh. So yeah, she's a she's really a TV actress and. In, in her speech, it was a uh, because I, I saw the highlights. I didn't actually watch it, but she said something about like, "Oh, if your kids are watching, like, that's cool because this is never going to happen again." Like she kind of like recognized this was so like rare to have for her to win. Yeah, to have someone who's really not a big star and hasn't been in very many movies to win Best Actress like that. Well, I like the confidence. I like that actually. It's kind of a... also they said her the other some of the other competitors, Glenn Close and Amy Adams, were also in that category. Yep. Um, and, Glenn uh, Close is 0 for 7 and Amy Adams is 0 for 6 I did not know that that's Wow pretty, She didn't get uh, a statue for uh, Air Force 1 No, you would think Damn you know. Alright, well uh, Best Actor obviously goes to Rami Malek of Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. Freddie Mercury fame Of course, Mr. Robot That's the TV show that he is on um, So that is one of my What I've been watching I watched that movie last night In place of the Oscars I'll go further in depth uh, 
at the end of this podcast in regards to my take on it, what I thought of it, and this and that. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, okay, I could see that. I still want to see, I really want to see um, Vice, Christian Bale as Dick Cheney for Best Actor. He did not win. Um, I think that guy's an exceptional actor. He really transforms into whoever he's trying yeah. to be, which is crazy. I believe they won for makeup, Vice did. Really? And they're just like, we thank Christian Bale. And then like the other person's like, I want to thank Christian Bale. <laughs> just like, Because they said he was just so willing to like let them do yeah, what they do. And... Vice won best makeup and hairstyling. Yeah. Um, well, that's upsetting, but I mean, that's okay. He, he's going to do another million amazing movies in uh, the next four years, so it's fine. Uh, best director, Alfonso Caron. Caron? How do yeah, I say it? Caron. Caron. Roma. Another win for a Mexican director. And the it's a Netflix original, right? Yeah. That's the most insane thing about that, that this thing is even getting recognized. Because go back a decade ago, was Netflix even real? Like, they, they'll yeah. send you a DVD? Like, that's well, insane to me. I mean, I don't know what they, – they didn't, like, finance this, I believe, but they just decided to buy it. It doesn't but, uh, matter. Like I said about the – Mexicans have won. They said six of the last seven best director, because he won for Gravity. They're all m- from Mexico. They're not just l- like Latin. They're America all folk? from Mexico. Damn, yeah. they're not I like, didn't oh, know he's that. from Spain. Yeah, they're Holy all. Holy shit! So Del Toro and then Inaritu who did um, uh, Birdman. And they don't have Redman. a film school down there or something, do they? Well, I'm sure they have a film school. But somewhere. you know what I mean. Where but these like guys they, are all yeah. coming from? I, they they all know each other definitely. After what the sure. fuck? I did yeah, not know crazy. that at all. Huh. Yeah. All right, and best picture, Green Book. Yeah, very, uh, very controversial. Already, already, it's not even like, oh, we're gonna look back like, wow, that shouldn't have won. Why? People what were saying, won? I don't know, but people were saying it shouldn't, it shouldn't win like way back, like months ago. And there's been a lot of talk about this movie. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the whole story. I'm looking it up now because I don't even remember what this was about. It's so, about so a driver this, or something, right? Yeah. So this is um, so the guy who won best supporting actor. He's a, a jazz musician. Who wants to go on go on tour in the '60s in the South? So he hires a you know a New York Italian mob boss, or not mob boss, mob connected bouncer guy to be his driver slash bodyguard while he goes on this tour. Uh, and you know, oh, they become they're from different worlds, but they become friends. One of those kind of like cheesy things, and people were just really upset that it's just kind of like they're mocking the whole thing of like, well, this is this is solving racism that these two people can become friends even though one's white and one's black and it's really like kind of cheesy and simple but hold on hold on oh my god do you know who directed this oh yeah i do know who directed it yes peter farrelly (laughs) of dumb and dumber fame directed this movie yes oh my god yeah i I, when i was reading that it said it was like the director (laughs) of dumb and dumber who's just his movie just won best picture and it was like the director of stuck on you his movie just and then they said producer of movie 43 43. (laughs) (laughs) gotta start somewhere holy shit never in a million years would i have guessed that i mean the the, because they usually work as a team the brothers um so i don't know they haven't done nothing in what's the other name bobby that sounds right yeah, because, yeah, I've been seeing them kind of separated lately. So, I mean, I think they had their a last... falling out at Dumb and Dumber 2. <laughs> oh, I was just, that must be their last thing. I was going to say, I think their last thing was Hall Pass, but no, Dumb and Dumber 2. Oh, it was Dumb and Dumber 2 for sure. Definitely, yeah. They, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, up, I want to make diarrhea come out of his <laughs> nose. Like, that movie was so bad. Oh, my. Okay, see, look, it just shows you. You could always come back and do whatever you want. I, mean, I 
you comebacks have... are just necessary in this. In so this we can show. make fun of like, oh, they're dumb comedy directors, but like, Dumb and Dumber and There's Something About Mary are classic. Oh, movies. they're amazing. You got to have talent to pull those. Absolutely, off they're they're very smart for being such dumb movies. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm my mind is blown away right now. Yeah. But the story around this has been that this. The uh, movie or the book was written by the son of the white guy, Viggo Mortensen, um, who actually this guy was like a mob guy who ended up uh, becoming like an actor, like just in he was always playing a side character in Goodfellas and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> it's like Mexicans in Hollywood. There's only yeah. so many. That's why you've seen that bald guy in every movie from '96 probably on yeah. to 2008 as the the cholo, if you will. He's the guy the monkey crawls out of his butt in <laughs> yeah. Bruce Almighty. Uh, yeah, you just get typecast, and there's only four other people like you in the industry. And I mean, that's changed a little bit, especially in Italian movies, but you see the same people in every single movie or TV show. Yeah. So so this guy's son wrote a book about his father's experience with this. And when he was writing the book, he actually like talked to his father, who had, or he knew the stuff from his father who had died, but then the... The musician hadn't died yet, and he consulted him, and the musician told him, like, hey, I only want you to write about this tour. I don't want you to write anything else about my life or anything. This, this is what I want the story to be. And then that guy died, and when they went to make this movie, they said they never asked the family about him. They never got anything because the, the writer said, no, this is what I was told that – to just write about this story and just listen to what the actual person said happened. So the whole movie is just these people became friends over this tour, even though they're you know, different. And the family has come out and said, like, no, they didn't. Like, these people were not friends. The driver was his employee. You're diminishing uh, this successful black man by having making it about how he became friends with the working class white guy and stuff. And it was, became just a stupid, like, controversy. So that's like, racist in that. Then. Yes. So why, why do they have to, like ruin something he would never be friends with a commoner yeah that's what they basically said and you making this story makes the white guy look like the hero rather than the talented jazz musician and it's like why do you guys have to ruin everything i don't like internet so that became a thing no this shouldn't win best picture because it you know is insensitive for some reason and i don't know if it should win best picture if it really was the best picture but that's a really weak reason all i can say is if Black Panther won Best Picture. I would never watch the Academy Awards again in my life. It was really embarrassing. It's a good movie, but it shouldn't have even been nominated. When uh, watching it, I think it won Best Costumes, which I have no problem. That's fine. Winning Best Costume because yeah, they're stupid of, costumes. It's cool. Uh, I don't. But it. when they were announcing the nominees, and you know, sometimes they did, you do the clapping, then they did like Black Panther, and just the whole fucking audience. Went, ah! And it's like, why? That's like, it's kind of inappropriate. Well, but it's, like, it's good for your. It's job. all these white people who are like, look, if they see me screaming for Black Panther, then yeah, I won't get in trouble. Although, as much. You know how many people had cameras ready to tweet out, "Oh, yeah. this guy yawned while Black Panther." Oh, was Black being Panther's premiered. costumes were so. And brave. then they get fired from you know the latest James Bond movie or something. Um, no, and uh, by the way, I'm gonna say so. This is a little teaser for what we're gonna talk about, but Rocket Man is gonna win best uh, costume next year, yeah. guaranteed, guaranteed. guaranteed. Unless there's a new Black Panther movie out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Is Black Panther going to be in the Avengers? Who knows? I would assume so. Um, 
but I don't know. I mean, Best Picture, it's, it's always a movie you usually don't care about. You certainly have never heard of. Uh, the only Best Picture that comes to mind uh, out of the last 10 years that I've become obsessed with, as you guys all know, is Midnight in Paris. That's one of the best movies ever made, but no one knew well, about it, and then it won everything. We watched The Shape of Water. That was good. That was good, but uh, I don't could, need to see it again. But yeah, I can't even like go back like, well, what did win Best Picture the last 10 years? No, absolutely could not tell you the last I'm, three. I'm sure I don't I watched... know one last year. Shape of Water won last year. See, but like I before that, like uh, doesn't matter. See what I mean? Though, win? yeah, it was Revenant the year before that. Um, did Boyhood win or was it? Yeah, Boyhood Birdman. won something. Birdman didn't win Best Picture. I I can't, Boyhood like, won because it was so bad. But I liked Boyhood, so exactly. I don't you like bad. bad movies sometimes, <laughs> Thank Andy. You. I haven't seen it, but everyone has said that was just the dumbest thing. Nothing happened. It was like life, which is cool. You live your own life. Why do you need to watch a little kid get a, a little Ethan Hawke is not my shit? dad, so it wasn't well, my he's life. He's mine, Andy. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Was there any any funny moments in the the show that uh, I, well, I didn't watch? I, I heard that the opening was Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, and Maya Rudolph. So like, they relied on like, okay, you're some vets of comedy. Yeah, they'll come in and do a joke, but then it's like, well, they're not the hosts, but they'll do a joke. I uh, I did see. When it was uh, best sound editing or something, um, Serena Williams came out. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I that was one. You know, I see, could see it on the screen, but it wasn't not in range for sound. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. What what is this? I was in the kitchen. I was walking into the kitchen when that came on. I was like, what the? F-? Like, is she in Black Panther? Or is there a movie she's know. in? Like, I know they had. Doesn't make any sense. Just because she threw a fit and they they made fun of her for that, and that was offensive. They're like, well, you'll be on the Oscars now. For some reason, they had um, certain people like introduce the Best Picture winners throughout the throughout the uh, night. It's one of them was weird. They had so they had Trevor Noah, who's the Daily Show guy, who's from South Africa. He introduced Black Panther, and it was very strange because like I, from knowing his personality his comedy he would mock the shit out of that like you hired the african guy to introduce this african movie aren't you guys being a little he's barely african <laughs> you're whiter he's whiter than you andy uh he's well he's actually black so barely yeah um I, I what do you mean he weird. introduced black panther so, so they do like to to throughout the night they do like a minute speech about the one of the best picture nominees uh, so I'm going to guess Serena Williams did that for something. That's why she was there. But it was just like, I don't know. I can't even say who else did them because I didn't watch the show. Yeah. But they've done that before. But it was it was, I just I saw know, that one. It just one. seemed weird because she's very intimidating looking. And she's in a ball gown. And it's like, well, she introduced Roma. She's just speaking in Spanish. Yeah. I don't know. She learned it for this. Uh, uh, Rosetta Stone. Uh, but anyway, let's get off the Oscars. Let's, let's should we get into box office? Yeah, let's get into the twenty thirty Oscars. Yeah. What do you got? Exactly. All right. So uh, leading the uh, the charge, fifty five million. How to Train Your Dragon, ninety two percent. Three. I was gonna say two. So thank you for yes. uh, being beyond the ball on that, Andy. Then you got Alita, Battle Angel, twelve point three. That's a pretty big change there. Fifty nine percent. That's week three for them, right? Yeah, two or three. It's looking like that's uh, going to lose some money there. Was oh, that a very expensive so, movie? James Cameron's going to have to get back in the ocean and yeah. start digging again. No, he's not going to get back in the ocean. That's the reason he gets to go to the ocean. Yeah. Uh, Lego Movie 2, $9.8 million, 86%. Fighting with My Family, which 
No, we did not do that one. Uh, that one did 7.8, and that's a 91%. Isn't it romantic? 69%, 7.2, uh, and goes on down the list. What I'm going to have to find is Run the Race. Oh, yeah. We uh, we did. Well, I, I did a little more research into this movie. Andy, you can't cheat like not, that. No, it's not cheating. We already did put our scores in. But, but nevertheless, I like to be a surprise. You already know what this thing no, is. No, I right? don't know what the score oh, is. Well, I just did more research into the film okay, itself. Well, so this is not a wide release, right? I doubt it. It did $2.3 million. I'm pretty sure it only showed inside of mega churches. Hold on. I got. Oh, <laughs> this was that. Yeah, okay. I forgot all about this. This is this, the runner and a football player or something. Is this right? the one where we all were like within like a 13% yeah. from guessing? Yeah, and he did the prices right move on me. So uh, I don't want you guys to be able to see the score just because I like the uh, element <laughs> of surprise. So run the race. Andy, off road, you put 42. Tony the Pony, you gave it a 52. And myself, Sean, I gave it a 41. <laughs> now, the uh, funny part is I said my number first. Then Andy came in last, and he did the uh, one number well, I didn't cheat. over. We put the number in heads before okay, anyone says yeah, it. We anything. all saw what you wrote on your We're head. We're all I ethical, know. honest people. Uh, so run the race. $2.3 million in its opening weekend. 33%. Ooh. Now, guys, I, uh, I will take that victory. Thank you very much. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, it just looked bad, and without Kirk Cameron. So I'll give Tony a guess here. What? So there's a former athlete, or I guess uh, current athlete. Tony, you're paying attention here. Mm-hmm. Current athlete. Current athlete, athlete who uh, I think was part of the production and made a small appearance in it. Serena Williams. Williams. Name that athlete. In this movie? Yes. What is this movie about again? Run the race. High school kids Two at the Desperate brothers race. sacrifice today for a better tomorrow. You said former athlete and – wait, current athlete? Former athlete? What would you say? I, um, I think both would be correct. He's definitely a current athlete, but also if you wanted to say he's a former athlete, I think that would make sense too. <laughs> Is it like in a major sport or something random? He has played in the NFL. Oh, wow. Oh, I know already. He's played in the NFL. I'll he no longer it. plays in the NFL, but is also technically still a current athlete. I know, for sure. You know what I'm getting at then? No longer plays in the NFL? But still plays a sport. Well, but he still plays a sport. Because he's still a current athlete. Should I take it? No. This question was oh, you me. got this. Come on, you know this. Wait, y- so he... You do know it, Tony, for sure. I'm not saying he plays in the highest level of that sport. Oh, Oh, Tim Tebow. Yeah. There he is. So this is, so he's this is what it, he's huh? using his money on, is Christian movies to spread his message. Okay, I guess I should have thought about that too when you said this. Yeah, like that's why I went like there churches. too. <laughs> huh. Well, there you go. So Sean called it right away. He's like, this looks like a Christian movie. Yeah. And yeah, Tim Tebow is the number one Christian as far as I'm concerned. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's Jesus and then him. Well, Jesus I mean, was it Jew, doesn't actually but... say it on here, but it does without saying I would it, say Tim know? Tebow presents Run the Race. That's how I'd fucking market yeah, that shit. Well, he probably is like, no, no, that's not what it's about. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, he's very selfless. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, let's get into what's coming out. There's probably oh. a scene where, like, uh, like, the team from the inner city gets, like, a girl pregnant and then, like, no, my girl's going to get an abortion. And then, like, uh, Tim Tebow comes out of there like, Girl, that's not what you need to do. And then, <laughs> and then the baby grows up to be president. Yep, that's uh, it's a long movie. But, Shit yeah. writes itself. Uh-huh. Um, all right, I'm excited because we're playing the game on the very first movie I'm going to read. 
I'm very excited about it. Let me click it so I can get to the whole title. Tyler Perry's A Medea <laughs> Family Funeral. <laughs> he was there. I saw him in the background just lingering at the Oscars. <laughs> I can't not just laugh my ass off when I see one of his dumb movies come up on the list. Uh, Can we go negative? It's, uh, you know, if, <laughs> negative they, if they only did it that way, it'd be uh, that'd be nice. So I'll tell you a little bit more about this movie. A joyous family reunion turns into a hilarious nightmare as Medea and the crew travel towards or travel to the backwoods, Georgia, and unexpectedly plan a funeral, which threatens to reveal sordid family secrets. Is it Medea's funeral and she's dead, and then he, she comes out of the coffin like I got you, oh family. It doesn't say, but it does tell me it's directed. That seems right. And written by, as you guessed it, Tyler Perry. And now also, if you were wondering, he does star as Medea, Joe, Brian, and Heathrow. Oh. Four parts. I would like to see a Medea movie not directed by Tyler Perry. Yeah, because it'd probably be <laughs> like, decent. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I just don't get how this guy's allowed to make movies. I get it. It's huge in Atlanta and things like that, but... Does anyone actually enjoy these, or do they just have to well, go see it? If you realize, so he's writing, directing, and like playing most of the main yeah, characters. Yeah, he's Eddie Murphying it. This what does this cost? Like forty four dollars to make or something? Like, probably shoot it on a sitcom sh- set. Somewhere. Let me let me pull it up. Let me see if there's an estimated budget. Um, I'm gonna guess it's in the millions, but craft yeah, services it's, it's not high. Um, but I guarantee you, it's not that low. I'll, I'll, I'll guarantee it's not that low. Because how, how many movies has he made? He, he gets funding for this shit. It's probably all in the same like warehouse. They just keep everything. <laughs> yeah, you may be right. Hold on. I'll have that for you in just a second. Thank God he doesn't have anything on the horizon coming. This is the only listed thing on this here. This is the final Medea. Hopefully. Yeah, they reveal at the end the uh, coffin's empty. And then someone shoots Medea and she falls into it. And then it's like, oh, that's dark. I don't see an estimated budget. Well, we could find that out probably next week. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll look at coming back to that. But uh, are you guys ready to uh, come up with a number for that, for Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral? Yeah, why not? Give me one moment, please. And type know, your guys' names. I don't think Tony's ready. I'm ready. He's not ready. I am ready. I, uh, I'm coming in heavy. I'm giving it a 29. All right. What say you, Tony Katz? 44. 44. Just because those movies will do better than they should. Even though that should be like a 9. Yeah. It'll be like somewhere in the 40s. That's exactly what I thought. That's why I gave it a 29. They don't have the they don't have the balls to give that movie what it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 44 for Tony. Andy, what about you? Uh, I do have the balls. 17. Ooh, teenage. I feel like we should go look at like the previous, Medea goes to Halloween school or whatever. Halloween <laughs> school. Know, what school huh? she went to. Is Tony in that class? I don't know. Uh, oh, hold on. Can you search by franchise? Tyler Perry's Medea. Just, how many other movies has Tyler Perry been in? A lot. Uh, okay, a, here we go. I've got a whole bunch of them. Medea does Halloween. Uh, like Tyler four. Perry's Boo 2, a yeah. Medea Halloween. Five. Five percent? <laughs> Oh, shit. So they do have the balls. Tyler Perry's Boo, a Medea Halloween, 20. Damn it, I'm fucked. Tyler Perry's a Medea Christmas, 20. Oh, my God. Medea's Witness Protection, 20. Oh, my gosh, there's a 20. Medea's Big Happy Family, 37. 
Oh my god, this just keeps going. Who the fuck's Medea? <laughs> anyway. The black um, woman. Medea goes to jail. 28. <laughs> Medea's family reunion. 25. Shit. Diary of a mad black woman. 16. <laughs> Woo, I'm a little nervous that I went too high. Damn it, Andy. That's unbelievable. Who pays for this? Who's giving him money to make garbage movies? And why are people seeing them? Who's Medea? Who, what <laughs> actress is Medea? Tyler Perry Damn playing it. a black woman. Oh, my God. Uh, you know what? He's in Gone Girl, and he's normal. He can act, but he chooses to write and direct and be awful at it. I mean, he's he, good in Gone Girl. He's he a lawyer, right? He loves his character. It's clear. And like he just oh, God. Time. It's really weird. People connect with it. I'm excited to go back to that, though. And I, I we should watch a trailer before we... Uh, after we I, wrap up the That's pod. the thing. I don't think I've seen advertisement for any of these movies for oh, like you have seven to, years. No, it's on TBS, I think, all the time. Yeah. It's like, I just can't even. Yeah. Like, I know they exist. And I remember back in the day seeing trailers and shit for oh, this. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, God damn. That's ridiculous. Uh, you know what? I, I'm sorry. I have to dive deeper. I need to go to his personal page and just see what his highest rated movie even is. So, he's uh, Star Trek, 94%. But obviously, he's just okay, in so that. Okay, so you know what's upsetting? I'm actually looking him up right now also. You know what his net worth is? <laughs> like $60 billion. $800 million. Yeah. Wow. Which is very upsetting. He yeah. produced like TV shows too for a while. He just had a whole enterprise. Just yeah, he, he's got an empire. So that's why he's able of. to make these. He doesn't yeah, give Yeah, he can shit. fund the shit himself. He's just he trying wants. to pollute the movie world. <laughs> God, man. He's, been a, he's just been a booger since 2001. That's how long he's been around? Well, that's when uh, Tyler Perry's Diary of a Mad Black Woman, The Play, oh, came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Family Reunion, he was director and actor, 2002. Wow. He's just been a pest ever since then. And, yeah, his lowest rated movie is Tyler Perry's Boo 2, a Medea Halloween from 2017 at 5%. Well, I look forward to that next week. Moving on down the list, Greta, 67%. I don't think it's even real. It is. Climax, 87%. Wow, this seems see. like a weird week. This movie doesn't come out until uh, 11 o'clock every night. <laughs> oh, two more. <laughs> oh what, my God, one so. more. No. There's a two alarm. Yeah. And he sneezes in stages of three. And he usually can hold off for the pod. That was, it was a bad one. He's asleep tonight. Hole in the ground, 93%. That seems weird. And Apollo 11, 100%. That's a doc. None of these are. This appears uh, big, to be a doc. These, none of these are big name movies. I wonder what. What's out next week? Is that yeah, when the Marvel thing is? This is a cinematic out? space event film, 50 years in the making, featuring never before seen large format film footage of one of humanity's greatest accomplishments. It's rated G, and that's why it's 100%. Uh, what did you say, Andy? Does next week have like the Marvel thing come out? Is that why it's. Captain Marvel, March 8th. There you go. Triple Frontier. The Kid. Is that Disney's The Kid? The, the remake? Re release. Uh, Gloria Bell. 100% for that already. And I'm Not Here. I hope that's another Bob Dylan movie. Yeah. Is sure No is. Score. Is that star Joaquin Phoenix? Nope. This looks like it stars J.K. Simmons. And boy, man, this is not rated. Or uh, should it be? Michelle Schumacher and Tony Cummings. I don't believe any of these Max are real. Greenfield, Mandy Moore. I know them. Uh, we'll get into that next week. Um, 
Okay, well, shall we get into a big movie that comes out? What is it come out? May 31st, entitled Rocket Man. Now, of course, you know this about is James obviously no about <laughs> this is about Elon Musk. And uh, no, this is none other than the man who's on his last tour, the farewell tour, Sir Elton John. I like how there's that little countdown right there, too, for when that movie 94 comes out. 94 days. 94 days, That's one crazy. hour and 17 minutes. Um, so it's going to come we, out at like fucking 11 p.m. our time? Yeah. We just watched hmm. the trailer for this before uh, recording this, and uh, I'm impressed. I, I, I was going to be mad at it because I don't like that they're making all of these movies about musicians right now. I certainly don't respect... I guess I shouldn't say respect, but I don't like the uh, the idea that Elton John's still alive and this movie's being made. I don't know why that makes a difference to me, but it does. Because um, then I also just feel like it's being sugar-coated. I, uh, Andy, you were going to say that this he's involved pretty heavily in creating this yeah, movie? Yeah, I think he got it made, got it written. Um, it said at times he wanted... Tom Hardy was supposed to play him, and then he, he requested oh, Justin Timberlake to play him. And So it's... Uh, Taron Edgerton of um, shit. What's that movie called? The Kingsman the series. The Kingsman uh, movies. Uh, most recently of the Robin Hood flop that came out not that long ago. And no one saw. But but the um, interesting thing about that is, so he obviously knows Taron Edgerton, knows Elton John because Elton John was in Kingsman too. Yeah, and they had a scene together that was I think funny. I don't remember though. It was alright. That right. movie was bad. The sequel. But it had some it wasn't moments. Good, but it wasn't bad. It's certainly no Medea too. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, most sequels are never as good. Yeah. Though. We, we Although are, they're we making they're making another Kingsman, but it's a prequel. Oh, is uh, Taron Edgerton gonna be in it? I don't think so. I okay, think good. Be like I, the nineties. Although I do think this kid, this kid's not bad. I think he's got a got a career. For, I think he's really good. Well, I think he's if... he's kind of uh, McAvoy. What's that guy? Yeah. I think he's kind of a, a a version of him. Yeah, I'd like. Yeah, I'd like to see how this this performance. If this is going to be something where it's like, is he? This is going to be make or break. This is going to be you're either going to be Rami Malek or you're going to yeah. be, I don't know, one of those Bob Dylan movies that crashed. Um, is it going to be? Is it going to be good or just kind of cheesy and cartoonish? So this dude, he's he's almost thirty. All right, so we're born on the same day or what? Uh, November tenth. Oh shit! <laughs> Pretty damn All right, close. Call him. Be like, hey, buddy, you're five days older than me. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, five days older than you. Tenth. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Um, we watched this trailer though. It looks it looks very good. Um, like I said though, I I'm a, I like Elton John. I'm, I I don't care to say like I'm not afraid to say that. I think of a lot of people like, oh, you like him. He's, uh, uh, he makes he's a he's no, one Elton of the best fun. pianists of all time. Who I don't know people that shit on him. Like people probably got mad because he was gay for like two years and then like no one cares anymore. Um, Remember Eminem like pretended to not like him because he was gay or something and then they kissed or something. Well, they know. have a song together too, don't yeah, they? Yeah, but there was some issue where. Yeah, I don't know. Eminem used to hate gays, and so he made fun of him. Well, know. he if, if you ever watched uh, the interview, Andy, you find out that Eminem is gay. Yeah. Uh, makes sense. That's on uh, Netflix, by the way. Watch that. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for this movie. I worry that this is just going to be this, a string of new things and the stupid movie producers and studios. I'm like, oh, 
this is a built-in fan base, is, is the same as a yeah. sequel of any other movie we've ever made. Let's do it. And they're going to just crank out a billion of these fucking so, things. So this was definitely in production before Bohemian Rhapsody made tons and tons of money. Yeah. But it does seem like... But oh, now it, this so is helping that, that like snowball. When's... I mean, the Doors movie is one of the best movies of all time for that style. But again, Not the only Doors be... is Oliver Stone making a serious drama where this... These movies come off almost as they're like more fun. They're and... concert movies to go watch the band you like play music. And... Yes, and uh... and there's a place for that. Yeah, go to a but, concert. But also, I did see so Elton John did want to tell the story of his life, which is, I mean, we kind of know he was a uh, eccentric guy. What gave who, that away? Um, with all the costumes, and then who also didn't come out as gay, even though it's pretty obvious now looking back, but didn't come out as gay until much later in life, and then that had to be. A struggle to be this big rock star, but also have this secret. So there's some, there's something to be there's interesting stuff oh, there. Oh, I and I I mean so. don't get me wrong. Every big band or rock group or whatever out there probably has a movie worthy story to tell about how they got yeah. there. But in good time, and I mean, you know how many good movies are out there that, or good stories rather are, are there that haven't been made. It's not not everyone deserves to have their story shared on the big screen, and that's what Netflix is for. Um, I just worry that this is going to just stir up a whole bunch of unneeded movies. Uh, we already spoke last week about Motley Crue having a movie on Netflix, and I'm fine with that. It's on Netflix. It's not going to be huge. It probably yeah. will be very entertaining just because that band's ridiculous. I imagine they have some stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, who is it? Um, Nick Swartzen has that bit where he's like, I was such a badass, you know. Uh, I drank like 12 beers last night. He's like, I'll, I'll go on to watch – you know, VH1 behind the music, and they're like, Nikki Six drank heroin through a fire hose. <laughs> it's like, that's going to be an amazing movie. But I just don't need to see, you know, some random musician with their, you know, Mandy Moore doesn't need to have a movie. Um, she has TV shows that she acts in. So. Okay, but you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, but nevertheless, I'm very excited. The story of the Backstreet Boys. That's, I don't know if that'll ever get made, but. This would be a TV movie at um, best. Uh, so what's interesting about this movie? Say so like, oh, the, you can easily compare it to Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, if you know the story behind Bohemian Rhapsody, its original director had some problems, like just walked off set, never finished the movie. They had to hire a guy to come in, finish, and do all the editing. And they say it was quite an achievement. Well, that's the guy who's directing this. So this guy went into finishing Bohemian Rhapsody. Dexter Fletcher. Straight into doing the Elton John movie. So he has a. Uh, a type of movie. So, if he was able to competently do Bohemian Rhapsody, then maybe this has got a chance to. So, is he going to get typecast as the guy who makes the rock yeah, star movies? We'll he, of course, is also from England, Andy. Um, I don't get how yeah. you don't see the correlation I make, but every actor is from Britain. All well, all England does is produce actors and rock bands the That's guy who played freddie mercury is not british he's american so there you go well freddie mercury was barely british andy oh because he was from like eastern europe or something no he was like uh egypt or something i thought he was from eastern europe it was a place no one knows how to pronounce and i'm yeah. looking it up now because i have to prove you wrong armenia it wasn't armenia no i know it's not armenia romania i don't know it wasn't romania it was like estonia tanzania tanzania isn't that in africa yeah. They, I don't think he's African. He's not African. He's um where is it? He he had a he fled because he was uh Farsi or something. All right. 
Yeah, India. They So they fled there because of the uh, Zanzibar Revolution. So in your face, Andy. In it. That's why his his real name is not uh, Freddie Mercury. It's of course not. Farouk uh, yeah. uh, Bulsara. And Elton John's real name isn't Elton John, and I had to find that out from this trailer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, I mean, we're not Yeah, what does she call him in that? Why are we going to do a deep He's, dive? like Reginald or something. It's like, oh, okay, that's not that bad of a name. I don't know. You know what's funny? Reggie? I'm typing it up, and I, I, I just typed in Elton Brandt. <laughs> <laughs> that is his real GM name. GM of the Sixers. <laughs> uh, Elton Hercules John. Oh, Jesus here we go. Christ. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. If you could change your name, go all out. Yeah. Reginald Kenneth Dwight is his name. Uh, and, yeah, in the trailer, it's pretty it good sounds name. like Red, he, he – Reg Dwight. I could do – Another guy in the group <laughs> was named Elton, and he's like, I like that. That's my name now. <laughs> That's kind of weird. But, uh, all right, enough about that movie. We'll talk more as it gets closer. Should we talk about what we're watching? Fine. Andy, I'm going to ask you this. How many do you have? I don't really have anything. Oh, there There's something I will talk about. I don't have, like, a list of anything, so... Okay, because I have a list, actually. I have yeah. two. Tony Katz, you want to lead us off? Yeah, sure, because I don't watch anything. Uh, hmm. What have I really been watching? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm i so bad with stuff. Like, I'll throw shit on for, like, a little bit, and then I won't even finish it. Like, last night, I think I threw on, like, three different things for, like, 20 minutes each. Like, I threw on The Village, even though I've seen it before. <laughs> I threw on some stupid documentary. I threw on American Pie 2. Oh, not bad. A little bit the other night, which actually, I'll just talk about that, because that was a lot a lot better than I remember. What you, American Pie 2? Yeah. I mean, I'm I watching it right like, now as I'm, like, eating meals and shit. Yeah, it was. It, it's funnier than I remember, and I also like the fact that they, like, drive, it, like, some of it was filmed in the Orange Circle. No, that's not, not yeah, that's the third one. Is it the third one? Yeah, the second one is not in the circle. Where's which that one, one at? Which one did you watch? The second one. Where they go to the beach house. That's not right? filmed in the circle? No. No, it's not. It does kind of look like it, but it's not. Huh. Where's the third one filmed? The circle here. What? I mean, where's the second one filmed? I don't oh, know. I, I think it's... I mean, it's only that one scene that was in the circle, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the I second one's actually filmed like up that way by what, the Well, that's lakes. weird, because even like in the second one, it does look like they cruise through... like. Uh, a small town, Newport Beach or whatever too, like Balboa. But maybe I was wrong. I haven't yeah. seen the third one in a long time. But yeah, I mean I haven't watched much, so let me see if I can find the locations. Um, so his dorm was filmed in Los Angeles. For which one? Well, of course, just a lot of these. For stuff. the the opening scene, and then uh, West Hollywood for. Uh, Heather's University, uh, Karakoff Coffee House, Long Beach for Jim's house. Okay, give me the, where's the be- like the beach shit. But yeah, they added all of those movies. Even the shitty, shitty uh, American Pies that aren't connected, were uh, are now on Netflix. So I've, I, I already. I think watched like it. every American Pie is on Netflix. Yeah, to be honest. I already watched those, those ones Wedding. have been on Netflix for a while. Oh, have they? Yeah, but then recently, I know like the main three that you think of are American Pie, American Pie Two, and American Wedding. And then after that, it just gets kind of like so. Dog Years, which is their little like, you know, Central Perk or uh, restaurant monks and whatnot, is uh, in Monrovia, California. Oh. 
it doesn't say any about the small town part though that's kind of irritating um all right but any uh, anything else tone uh no i think that's uh pretty much it for me oh you're right so yeah it says 2003 american wedding the third film in the american pie series because i was looking at all these movies that have been filmed at the orange circle there is a good amount and i know small soldiers was that one i i knew and uh the most recent though i think from movie wise it was 2003 first daughter yeah there's a scene where she goes down the stairs and andy's there um right where that like kind of like fake movie theater thing is that church yeah Mm mm-hmm and it's like, I just remember my sister's watching that movie. And I'm like, holy shit. Down the stairs? I'd have to watch like, it again. She's next. like trying to run from the paparazzi or something. And like pops out of the room, goes down those stairs. I'm like. Inside yeah. this theater? Or where, are, where are stairs at? So like on the side of that church theater thing. Oh, okay. The, the fire escape thing. Yeah. Okay. So like, it's not like she was in the theater, but that was like, oh, this is a good, this is a good staircase. Yeah. We'll shoot her going down the staircase. And when she's going some other, leaving some other building, we'll just cut it together. And it's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. All right. Was Tony done? Yeah. We, I don't. We got on to. Yeah, we kind of got tangent there. <laughs> All right, Andy, take it away. So I know I did watch a movie this week. I had to have, but it's just my mind is gone. Yeah, you're you're tired tonight. So I just want to. Uh, I I talk about this maybe every. 10 weeks or so but the walking dead came back and it's still just it's still on it's still on and That's it's just crazy. it's it's just amazing how like just not good it is but i just will just keep watching until it ends because why not like what else do i have to do with my life um now there are people who are cutting the heads off or cutting the skin off zombies and wearing their their faces so like that, Leatherface. wow and it actually like helps them blend in or something i don't know but it's just like wow it, it it's it's funny that the people making the show think they're way smarter than they are. And, like, they have these deep themes about life and stuff. And it's like, this is all bullshit. And all we want to see is, like, a zombie pop out of nowhere and eat someone guy's, some guy's leg. And you oh, see yeah. All we want to see is Carl die again. Yeah. Like, that was it. So, yeah. That's, I, I can't that's believe that show's again. still on. Well, and, like, one of the other main characters. So, so Rick, the guy who's, like, the main character, he left the show in the middle of last year. Um, one of the other main characters, I guess, just decided not to come back, and they didn't make a big deal about it, so they didn't even kill her off. They're just like, oh, she's gone. She left. It's like, all right. It's like uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. We don't, well, at least Kevin Spacey, they, they kind of explained, well, he must have died or something. But they, I didn't yeah. finish that, actually, but, but it didn't seem like they did. They claim he's dead, but they yeah. never actually say it. Oh, if he came out, and then he's like, I'm, I just came out. Came out? Yeah. It works on both levels. Oh, wow. Andy, so you're smarter than you think you are. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, regretfully. Oh, so sad. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to eat up a lot of the time then, Andy. I uh, I mentioned last week on uh, iTunes, the uh, dollar rental of the week was searching the John Cho movie, looking for his daughter, goes on Facebook, this and that. I watched that. I did. I actually I completed it and watched the whole deal. It's good. It's uh, So searching is 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right off the bat, I did not like it because it's kind of like, remember uh, we talked about Unsane, where the whole thing is filmed on an iPhone? Yeah. So this movie, obviously, it, he's going through his daughter's computer trying to find you know friends and trying to just find out where she is. So probably 70 to 80% of the movie is shot 
through the eyes of a FaceTime conversation, an iChat, or just through a computer. And it's it gets very irritating. I get it. You have technology. But it, it's fucking stupid sometimes. Um, like, he's at work, and he's somehow on his iTunes or on his iMessage on a Windows computer messaging his daughter and shit. And like, it's like, stop it. Like, just go on a regular camera and let's watch him actually type or, you know, call yeah, someone. It's like, or, it's like Chronicle where everything is on what actually from the guy's camera. Yeah, know? it was it was overkill for it's me. Um, and the the story is good enough for me to put up with it. I, I, I didn't turn it off and – like three quarters of the way through, I was like, this is fucking dumb. Like, obviously it's this and that and whatever. But there are twists and turns that don't get revealed until the very end. And that's why I gave it an 86. I actually really enjoyed the end is what tied it all together for me and made me leave my bedroom okay with this movie. Um, it's definitely worth watching so long as you can stomach all this stupid FaceTime crap. Like, he FaceTimes his detective. In what yeah, world sure would that ever even happen? Um, but other than that, it, it was very good. It's intriguing. He does a great job. Um, it's good. It's it's very good. Um, next on the list, Bohemian Rhapsody. I turned off the Oscars to watch this, like I said. This got a 61 tomato meter with an audience score of 88. <clears throat> um I I liked it. He does he does a great job playing Freddie Mercury. He looks like him a lot. Although I do think Sasha Baron Cohen will do a better job when if and when he makes his version of this movie. Um, I do think this was a very cookie cutter, Disney fied version of the story that could have been told. Um, I I just feel like they had too much story to tell and not enough time and not enough time being two hours and 15 minutes. That's a long fucking movie. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I saw you watching it. I was uh, doing uh, working in the office here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not realize it was going to be a whole thing about their origins and everything. I thought it was literally just kind of about the 80s and the end of Well, I mean, think about it, though. You have to kind of start with how the you band formed. You don't have to, though. I know the whole thing is a lead-in to... Uh, live aid yeah um and live it is cool how they did that they literally it's basically 10 15 minutes worth of concert it's it's him singing it's not really rami malik but it's it's the band at live aid and uh they do three songs in full length on the movie that was cool um just because in all of these other uh like movie number movies uh or musical number movies you don't see any of that. You maybe see 10 line lyrics uh, from whoever it is, Val Kilmer or whatever, uh, yeah. for the most part. <clears throat> and it's 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 good because, I mean, you, you don't necessarily need to hear it, but why the hell not? I mean, you're watching the band. You All you're going to do is just turn them on on iTunes afterwards. So you might as well throw a couple of them in, in Did there. we get any uh, full versions of Dewey Cox songs? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I think you get like 90% of a couple of songs, but I don't think you get start to finish any songs. Yeah. I don't, honestly don't think they've ever – I've never seen that in a, uh, a movie ever in my life really of a full-length start to finish of not only one song, but at the very least it was two and a half. But I'm pretty sure it was three full songs at this live it that they play. Um, the movie is good, but again, it, it, it just needed to be more raw. Like I said, it was very cookie cutter and uh, – you can just tell they didn't want to piss off any of the living band members. 
they definitely do do some shady shit and they're not afraid to talk about it and whatnot but I think they just they didn't go the full length with this movie like they could have. And for that, I'm giving this bad boy a 69. I still enjoyed it. Ooh. You like that number, right, Andy? Um, but like I said, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen wants to make a, a movie that's raw and real and dirty, and the band will not sign off on it. So he's even said he's waiting for them to die, and then he's going to make that movie. That movie will be the Queen movie that we know. That could be quite a while. And exactly. Be 62 I'm years saying old. if and when that movie happens. These guys are British. I don't know if they're already over 70, but if they are, we're fucked because they're not going to die. Um, you've said that, Andy. And it's pretty much true, it seems. Um, it's worth watching. If you and I mean, you're going to. I watched it with two people who like m- music for the most part, but I mean, they forgot a lot, a lot of the songs that Queen has. Um, you're you're gonna hear a lot of good music if you like if you like Queen, but just know it's not the crazy movie that it could have been. Yeah. Any questions, Andy? Anything to add? Uh, I don't think I have any questions. I don't know. I think I'll watch it someday myself. Yeah, definitely watch it, and I mean, I'd be curious to hear what you said. All right. Well. If you guys have nothing else for this, uh, you've been listening to episode 102 of the Tony Sick Podcast. I am Sean. Joined with me, we had Tony the Pony Cat. Yep. And off-road, I will watch Bohemian Rhapsody later. Andy. That's true. Bye. All right. We'll see you later. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. Check out our sports podcast. Later. <laughs>